0: Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you're listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, how is everybody doing out there in the beautiful, wonderful land of crowdfunding? I am your host, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel, CEO of Woodshed Agency, and your host... Of successfully funded. So what we do here is we've created a podcast around you know, talking to project creators either while they're in the middle of a campaign or their campaign is just ending or they just have a great story. right? We just want to dive in and see what they're working on. And today is no exception. We're going to be back in the board game world. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Stargate role-playing game. Uh, and the creator of this game is Brad Ellis. His company is uh, Wyvern Gaming. I think I, I pronounced that correctly. Um, and this ca- this campaign it's ending in about nine hours. Uh, so if you're listening to this right now, you got to go over and back because you're probably running out of running out of time. Um, but this campaign has raised over three hundred and eighty-two thousand dollars and over fifty-seven hundred backers. Yeah, uh, I had to pause there because uh, you know, wow, that's a that's a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, so this campaign is awesome, and and when you get into it, we are going to get into you know how to deal with licensing of of, um, of intellectual property, and when you're partnering with something as big as like Stargate, you know the TV shows. I think they've got a whole bunch of that. I think there might even be a movie. I don't know a lot about Stargate, but hey, I think I held my own in this uh, in this uh, in this interview. And again, if you guys don't think so, shoot me a message and uh, make me feel like shit. That's yeah, that's you guys's op- opportunity, right? Jeff at Woodshed Agency. That's the email. So it's Thursday. It's October 29th. Are you nervous about the election? Whether no matter what side you're on. I don't really care about that in this portion. But I'm nervous, man. I'm I'm all over the place. I can't sit still. Got a lot of lot of a lot of anger, a lot of intense energy. Just got a lot going on. I, I I don't know. I just I can feel it. I wonder how if anybody else out there is just like if you're just feeling this the weight of of what's coming, and then I think it's the uncertainty of like, you know, we all know what what potentially, um, you know, the Tuesday, the November third looks like, but we don't know what happens after that, and I think that uncertainty is what's really rocking me. Of like, is it gonna be chaos? You know, p- potentially. You know, the other thing is is like, most of the questions I get all the time around Woodshed right now is. You know, should we be running ads? What do you think it's going to be like? Do you think anybody's going to, you know, is anybody, um, you know, that excited about, um, you know, a a product on Kickstarter or or investing in equity crowdfunding? I don't know. Maybe. Or not, you know. So, like, we just don't know. Yeah. How does everybody feel after the election? Is, Is everybody super excited? Are we in the middle of a civil war? I don't know. I don't know. So, with all that said, that's definitely created uh, a ball of energy in me that I don't know what to do with. It's a, it's a, I can feel it right now in my fist. It's my, I'm clenching that old fist here. <sighs> Got some good news though. We should be getting the keys to the new house on Sunday. Wah, 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 wah. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then that process gets to to, gets to start happening. We've got to we've got to clean the other house. We've got to get stuff moved in, new carpeting, uh, you know, paint, new doorknobs. I guess I don't know that we just got to start creating that whole world. Moving oh probably got to move electricity over, internet. All that stuff's got to start happening. So we got that going on. It's it's gonna get wild here, and then. Saturday night we got a little Halloween party going on and now I use the word party and I have a feeling that some of my people around me close to me are you know I got a lot of like maybes or I don't think we're gonna come all I am is a uh, like a, a central location if we're doing trick-or-treating which nobody knows what we're doing nobody knows if we're doing trick-or-treating nobody knows anything all I know is hey we're all gonna be standing outside I'm gonna have some adult beverages and some kid beverages if you guys want to stop by and grab something uh, so it's not like, you know, I'm not having like a party party. I'm having just like, hey, we're all outside. You know, I'm going to put a movie on my garage. And it is sort of this like last hoorah uh, at the house, man. Uh, uh, for a lot of people out there, we have One Wenzel Way. That's the name of it. That's the name of our, our party pad. And we've had a lot of, a lot of great get-togethers at the, old, uh, at the old house. And that's, we're changing. That's changing, right? We got, we're going to have to, we got a new One Wenzel Way version 2.0. But we don't know what that looks like yet. Just don't know. So, um, but yeah, so we got that Saturday night. So I gotta get some stuff today and tomorrow. We're carving pumpkins tonight. Man, it is just woo, getting it all done, right? Gotta get it all done. The other thing I've been toying with is about truly creating a visual show around startups and crowdfunding. And I've been thinking a lot about what that would look like. And I'm asking all of you guys out there, if you guys have any ideas or suggestions, shoot me a message, Jeff at Woodshed.agency. Uh, or just go to our woodshed uh, our, our website excuse me our website woodshed.agency and let me know. But I've been I've been like thinking about having this show of like, you know, you know, do we follow a startup? Um you, you know do we you know follow a startup that's doing crowdfunding, walk them through the process, you know, you know, see what is happening to them behind the scenes. Do we like, you know, do we just feature like one show uh, or or one company I should say and have multiple episodes. Um so I don't know I've been really into this sort of thought pattern. Um even even so much as I picked up some tools um to maybe potentially make this easier. I don't know I I feel like it would be it would be very intriguing. You know, maybe following two or three around at one time, you know, uh, what what process they're in, you know, the bad news that comes in the good news. I don't know, I feel like it would be really really kind of intriguing to to, one to make also to maybe flip what this podcast even is like flip this a little bit um oh i don't know if that's been a thought pattern around here of like and i think a lot of this is coming from like we're having all of our 2021 conversations right now like you know the, typically this last quarter of of the year you know we're we're preparing for what next year looks like right so you know we want to be doing this or what are these goals and You know what do we pivot here do we change here what what do we what do we focus our time on right um so that's happening around here that that conversation that energy is also happening it's just this you know just a lot of new right a lot of new in the world and a lot of uncertainty in the air who knows what we all look like right nobody knows but still exciting i guess right still exciting so all right um if you're thinking about running crowdfunding you got to reach out. Go to agency right now. Go to our consultation button in the top right corner. You get 20 minutes with me. Pick a time to talk. I'd love to jump on. I'd love to at least hear what you're working on, right? So that's step one if you're thinking about doing it. Step two, go to our blogs. We got all kinds of content in there for you guys to be thinking about, and kind of wrapping your heads around um, what needs to happen, You know, things that work well, things that don't work well, all that sort of stuff. Next, start looking at... Um, you know, you can obviously subscribe to this podcast, tell your friends and family hit the hit, you know, smash those subscribe buttons. Um, tell your friends, and family, like I said, and uh, and listen, actually put your listening ears on in terms of what it takes to get these these campaigns successfully funded, because it's a lot of work, way more work than you are thinking. So. Um, all right. With all that said, why don't we go ahead and kick in my conversation with Brad? Let's go talk about Stargate, the the old role playing game here. And uh, let's jump right on in. Here's my conversation with Brad. All right, Brad. Love, the red lights on. I hope you're not nervous. Oh, you're good. You're good. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, what? uh, Let's do a quick sound check for our listeners here. What did you have for breakfast this morning?
1: Uh, I don't really eat breakfast. I had coffee. Okay. Just some coffee. That was about it. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I've done three interviews today and nobody's had breakfast.
1: Yeah. I guess that, you know, screw that breakfast, right? I've been doing intermittent fasting lately. So it's uh, okay. Yeah, trying to do that anyway.
0: Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> All right. Well, instead of us talking about your breakfast routines, why don't we actually talk about uh, about what you're doing over on Kickstarter? So, why don't you introduce yourself uh, and tell my audience uh, who you are and what you're doing on Kickstarter?
1: Sure. Uh, so, my name is Brad Ellis. I'm the CEO of uh, Wyvern Gaming. Uh, we're a we're a small uh, game design company, uh, board games uh, primarily. Although most recently, we uh, the thing that we are launched on the 6th of october was uh, stargate rpg uh stargate sg1 role-playing game it's the full name yep um <clears throat> so it's been um it's been going for the month of october and uh it it ends on the 29th <clears throat> okay sorry excuse me yeah um man. and um it's been going pretty well uh it's a uh, it's a tabletop role-playing game, so it's 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 based on the 5th edition open gaming license, uh, if you're familiar with that. Uh, so Not it's, at all. So maybe our okay. our
0: listeners, what, what does that mean? I saw that in the video, I sure. heard that in the video, and I was like, I don't know what they're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. So uh, D&D, familiar with what Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons yeah, yeah. is. So uh, they're now on 5th edition on their particular uh, versions of Dungeons & Dragons. And one of the things that was cool that Wizards of the Coast did was they, they created a subset of their rules called the Open Gaming License. So hmm. it's, it's similar to like uh, uh, software where you right. can uh, op, you like know, open
0: source, open you know, source grab, software.
1: Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's open source for gaming uh, mechanics. Hmm. So you can take basically the, the base level of the fifth edition rules and turn them into something else. So, so,
0: so so then the Stargate is just based on those kind of mechanics, is is what's happening essentially. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, people who are familiar with Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition will be able to pick this up very easily.
0: Oh, very, very cool. I I gotta be, I've never heard of that, I didn't know that that existed. That is that something that's. I mean, is that relatively new? I don't know much of the board game world, so uh, yeah. I'm not. I definitely don't know what I'm talking about half the time. So, is this a newer thing? Is this something that's like starting to exist more and more? Uh, or? It's been around for probably the last four or five years, I think. Open okay, license right. for fifth edition. I'm just I'm yeah. in the dark. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting and, and like. And that, and are people like, are there big titles based off of it? Or is it just because it's, you know, because D and D is so big, it's an easier way to kind of get a game right up and people can jump into it really quickly without learning a bunch of stuff. Is that kind of the the theory behind it?
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's the most popular game system right now out. Mm -hmm. So uh, fifth edition. Um, And so it's, it's, it's easy to pick up because of uh, the familiarity with it that everybody has. And um um, a lot of people use it because of that reason, because of the popularity and the ease, ease of use. And adapting it to something else is, uh, depending on what you're adapting it to, can be fairly easy. Um, obviously, Dungeons & Dragons is more of a fantasy-type setting. so, right. And Stargate is a, it's a modern sci-fi, uh, right. if you will. So there is some differences that you have to do. Like in fantasy, there's magic. Well, in modern sci-fi, there's, there's technology. So you just take out... Sure. Magic and put in technology hmm. kind of things
0: interesting, interesting, so yeah, so for you then in your team, mm-hmm. I guess what do you do to sort of start this process we're We're not even at the Kickstarter yet, we're just like, hey, let's make a stargate game
1: with the <laughs> well, fifth edition
0: like what 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 how
1: does this start for you guys sure, so um we've this is our sixth kickstarter actually, mm-hmm. so um we've we've had other games um. Uh, they were primarily board games and we started actually our first game was, uh, was based off cthulhu mm-hmm. which is uh familiar it's it's uh, pulp horror uh hp lovecraft yep. and it's it's in the public domain so that is uh basically you can you can use it in, as your background and, and for whatever whatever purposes you need right and you don't have to pay anybody basically yeah so we built a uh, a uh, card game, a deck building game out of hmm. that. And it was, it went really well. That was our first game. And uh, we, it went so well that we actually, our fifth Kickstarter was an expansion to that one. Oh, cool. So, um, when, once we got done with that last uh, Cthulhu game, we were like, okay, we, we really want to do a role playing game, a mm-hmm. tabletop role playing game. So, what, what intellectual property would make most sense? Because it's basically, it's, it's been our experience that, um, in order for a Kickstarter to do really well, especially in the in the game space, um, is it's it's good to have a recognizable brand behind sure. whatever it is that you're building. Yeah. So Cthulhu was that for for um, uh, the previous games. So mm-hmm. we knew we wanted to do a role playing game, and if if it was just a, a generic game, it might be the best game out there, but nobody would, you know, really turn right. an eye to it to see what, what it was about. You know, maybe once you you've established yourself as, you know, a really big player in the game market, you could, um, you could go something, you know, that's your own uh, right. intellectual property, but right. in order to get really the turn of the eye of, of the average, uh, folks that are out there, you need, you need something that, that catches the eye. So some name recognition to some degree and just, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So we decided we want to do a role-playing game, a tabletop role-playing game. And um, we started looking at the uh, licensing market and uh, one of the first ones that we thought of that would be a great idea was Stargate.
0: Hmm.
1: And the reason for that is – uh, I don't know how familiar you are with Stargate, but, um, yep.
0: he's, nothing. He's, I got nothing. So I, I was, I was just going to ask that question of like, well, why Stargate? I don't know. Is it like lots of episodes, lots of
1: different character development?
0: Like why, why, why would yes. that
1: be? A, so there, there was, uh, the initial movie, uh, that had Kurt Russell mm-hmm. in it. Uh, right. Yeah.
0: I think that's all I have. I have the, uh, the Hollywood top
1: level Kurt yep.
0: Russell's in that,
1: I think. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. yeah. And, um, and then there was the, uh, the, the TV series that went on for 10 seasons uh, with with Richard Dean Anderson Mm. in it. Um, And the premise of the show is you have this gate in this art, similar to what I have in this art behind me, um, that you step through the gate and you can travel through the galaxy to another gate where you come out on this other world. So this system has been established across the galaxy, actually the universe, Mm -hmm. it turns out. And um, basically you can dial up the different addresses and step through the gate and you end up somewhere. Mm. So the really cool thing about that in a tabletop role-playing game is you can make what's on the other side of this gate anything you want. Yeah, right, right. So if you're sitting down to play uh, in, a, in a D&D type of game, the, the setting's pretty set, right? You're in that mm-hmm. fantasy setting. But right in a Stargate game, you can step through the gate. You can be in a fantasy team theme one time. You can be in a high... Uh, uh, fantasy i'm sorry uh like a sci-fi adventure on one you can you could be uh drifting in space and another <laughs> one uh right. whatever is yeah. it can be anything you want so it's hmm. it's really cool and that and the other thing that's part of the stargate theme is that you go on adventures in, in teams hmm. and that's kind of the the idea is that you're playing one of the team team members and going through the gate as as a team gotcha so it, gotcha. it lends it itself really well to the idea of a role-playing game
0: Right, right. I, I'm sorry. And real quick, so are, can you do like cooperative, where you're you're partnering with somebody in your in this game, or is it you're oh, yeah. against
1: everybody? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, tabletop role playing games in particular are uh, uh, cooperative. So you're okay. You're a uh, you are a care player character, and you have one person in in the group. Who, who's the uh, gate master or the, okay. the person running the game? So gotcha. they're the they're the storyteller. They're the ones that are right. presenting you with the story, and your players are the players are then reacting to the story. Gotcha, whatever gotcha. It is.
0: Very, very cool. Very, very cool. So you know, so in this, are you guys? I guess do you t- are you more of a publisher or a game designer then, or are you both
1: in this scenario? In this scenario, we're kind of both. Um, yeah. Although we we do. We do work with people in, 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 in the industry to get the games uh, on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have necessarily, you know, we don't go out and sell it ourselves. We we have a, a third party that, that we work with. Um, Impressions is the name of the company that we work with, uh, which was actually recently partnered with Flat River Group, if mm. uh, any of you guys are familiar with them. Um, that's in the U.S. And then we have other partners in, in Europe and Asia as well.
0: Gotcha. So, and then in in terms of like the games that you you know this is what your uh, sixth sixth camp, uh, camp sixth game correct one right. one expansion pack right, um yeah. in there. So is this something that you're also working with other game designers, or the game designs come out of you got like your core team, or you out hey I, hey I found this guy he made a cool he's got some <laughs> cool mechanics or something you know like we could take what he's doing is is that your guys' yeah. world too or is it? not quite like that for you guys
1: no we we primarily have done most of the design work ourselves okay um although in this particular in this last one uh it was such a big project that we've we've brought on a lot of people mm. to help um in particular we, we've got a, a, good, a great lead designer who's got a lot of uh role-playing game experience designing experience uh, his name's mac martin and he's uh he's been a absolute wonderful guy to work with and um he's really done a great job and Making a game that we love. So,
0: so I, I coach a lot of startup companies. I think this is an interesting point here around building a team, right? So
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, whether you're building the widget or if you are putting the board game team together, what are you kind of looking for in terms of talent, expertise? You know, is it is it in the in the board game world? Is it like, man, no, they just know board games in and out, like they know this world, <laughs> or is it like, no, 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 they're they understand. Artwork or whatever it might be, like what are you kind of looking for in terms of putting, you know, the, the pieces together? A game,
1: a game designer in particular?
0: I think I think the whole team. You know, like hey, oh, I yeah. know we need some help here. Like I know I need mm-hmm. this and this. What
1: are you look, kind of looking for from team members? Sure. Well, number one thing is passion. Yeah. You you gotta. I mean, it's we're making games, so it's you know it's <laughs> right. pretty easy to find people who are like passionate about it. But yeah, Um, making sure that you know people are loving what they do because if you love what you do um, you're going to put everything you have into it uh, a lot of times. And, and also it's important to us, you know, to to have someone who is open to suggestions. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of folks who may be really, really passionate about a particular thing and so much so that they think that their way is the only way and it has to be this way and this is the Right. right way. So, um, finding that person that is passionate about the thing and, but all is also open to feedback and making sure that um, they can take suggestions and be collaborative with the group as the team and actually come out with something better. Because a lot of times yeah. when you collaborate with, with the teammates, uh, who are all bringing in input, if you, if you listen to all the input and consolidate it, it really turns out to be something even better in yeah. a lot of cases.
0: Yeah. And, and do you find in your approach by using Kickstarter that you're also, absorbing that community as well you know absolutely uh, yeah because i know that that's a huge huge part of you know letting the community co- sort of create the game to some degree or the add-ons or the stretch goals or whatever it is right like you know yeah. are you guys open to that sort of uh, of, of energy as well coming into your
1: 100 yeah that's that's one of the things that i, I think it it really um uh, motivates the folks on kickstarter for sure to to make Make them feel like they're a part of the project, not only right. you know make them feel like it, but actually they can see their their input being implemented yeah. um, is a really really strong thing um I'll give you an example in our in our last campaign um, the one of the Cthulhu games we had a particular uh stretch goal what was that when we reached a certain goal level, we added a game a card a new card to the game mm-hmm. and we, we gave, basically gave the parameters to say, okay, guys, we want a card that is like a piece of equipment. Hmm. What should it be? Right. And we actually used, um, uh, what was it called? Feature. I forget the name of the website, but it was a really cool thing. I have to find it. I'll send it to you later. Maybe you can there post you it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but, um, you basically, you, you, you let people go in and, and make suggestions, and then the suggestions can be upvoted by the oh, other
0: members. Oh, oh, very cool! Yeah, like a Reddit upvote thing or yeah, you know, yeah. something along those lines. Where they're but it like, was
1: yeah. but it was specific to you know the features or the things. Your features, that, thing. yeah, that's yeah. cool. So they would go in. We actually this was part of the the, the Kickstarter campaign. We we gave links in our updates saying here's here's. Um, Here's what we're going to do. Everybody, go in here, make suggestions, and start voting. <laughs> yeah, and then it's cool. <laughs> at the end of one week, we said, "Okay, this is it." It's so <laughs> right, right. Made that particular card.
0: Yeah, that's so. That's I mean, that's as powerful as it can get to allow the your use user base to actually determine. You know, based on everybody voting, that's yeah, mm-hmm. that's really powerful. That's that, yeah. that would be another that, thing that would people be awesome. really
1: like is if they're able to. Another thing we did was we had a stretch goal where uh, we would draw. Uh, our artist would draw a likeness of the person and put them That's in cool. the game. That's cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we used to do that. A lot of times we used to run a lot of music projects, anything that we can find where like they're involved in it somehow, like they're in the yeah. video, they're in the, you yeah. know, they, a lyric is their name, they, you know, whatever it might be, you know, that people just, yeah, people love that stuff, man. That, that is the power of Kickstarter. So, you know, so for you guys, you know, is there a sort of an aesthetic that you're trying to go after for all the different games, like we try to go after this style of game or, mm-hmm. you know, are, are, do you try to hit certain cues so that your user, like, I guess your fans uh, expect this type of game coming from you guys?
1: Yeah. Um, it, I think it's really important to, to kind of come up with kind of a niche inside of a niche. Um, yeah. And one of the things that it, it's kind of our mantra, as far as vibrant gaming is concerned is uh, we call it approachable games for everyone. So the idea is that it's a game that you can uh, sit down set have set up within 15 minutes and start playing, but it has enough complexity to make you want to come back over and over and over again yeah so uh, you know we've all seen those those big box games that come out and it takes like three hours to set up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's not what we're about so we're right. <laughs> we're about creating those simple but deep games that that people can just not get enough of is what we go for
0: and and what do you find like do you have you found that there's a certain type of gamer that likes it is it an age range is there if they play these games they would like what we're doing is do you find anything like that any sort of similarities across the games
1: um i can't say that that's no not necessarily uh our our demographics are pretty pretty wide it's pretty broad um it goes across the gambit as far as gamers are concerned.
0: Yeah, um, that's cool. Where, where does you know for a game like Stargate here, where does artwork sort of start to fit into this equation? In terms of you know because it's already an uh, it's it's already an established brand, is, is there things that you have to get approved by? Does there like absolutely. how does the artwork works? The, I, I know other games use. Hey, the artist made the. You know made the goblin mm-hmm. right it's just a goblin move right. on with your day but in this yeah. one i have to imagine that it's not quite as that's that simple um what does no. the artwork look like for you guys
1: yeah yeah so <laughs> so everything has to go through uh the the license holder um mm. in this case it's mgm um and everything has to get approved by them before we can publish it uh essentially okay. so <laughs> we have to um and we try to get it to them in, in the earliest stages as possible uh so you know this particular drawing behind me you know it was a line drawing at one point and we would say okay this is the line drawing this is what it's going to look like relatively like this and they give us the thumbs up and then we move forward with the full mm. color and then they'll they either provide comments say oh you need to change this to that um you need to add the the uh, the copyright tag <laughs> right like, right that's usually the one yeah that we forget um and things like that. So it has to go through that process and it I'll, I'll say that it it does add a good bit of time, uh, dealing with, you know, uh, an IP, uh, intellectual property, um, to, to go through that process because in our previous campaign or previous products, um, we, we, you know, we're able to make all the decisions on the art. We're like, yeah, that looks good. That looks awesome. Let's (laughs) go with that. Now it's, Oh, do you think they'll like that? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> oh, let's change this because of it was, it was that last time, so right, right
0: now, um, now are there ever instances where they would provide you like a spec sheet to some degree? like, hey, it needs to be this is our red.
1: This is our yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. with the whole project starts with uh, they provided us with a style guide. gotcha uh, to go off of. so there's there's some um uh, boilerplate art, if you will, like mm-hmm. like the gate itself <laughs> right. It, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a standard thing that they, you know, if you're going to draw a gate, it's going to look like this. Right. Kind of thing. So...
0: Well, and to some degree, does that simplify this process as opposed to having like, hey, we have we have twelve different gates. Which one should we choose from? I don't know. You know, like you know, <laughs> as opposed to being like, no, this is what it's got to be. And then does it for- force you to kind of you know maybe work on just I don't know marketing or gameplay or you know other facets because you're not you don't have to be as worried about it. Because I know a lot of these conversations, artwork is a major major thing, right? So like to some degree. Yeah, absolutely. Does it actually make it so, it may be a little more of a hassle, but at some point it's like, well, they they made the decision. It's they're ready, yeah. You know, like it, I don't have to determine it, you know.
1: It may have made it easier on this particular project, but we went a completely different way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we the license that we got was for Stargate SG1. Uh, that's the TV show that went mm-hmm. went for 10 seasons. And um, we decided to set our game in the same timeline as Stargate SG1, but to actually have it take place, the setting itself take place on another planet. <laughs> not that, not the, the Earth <laughs> right. planet right. where they were actually doing it. Yeah. Um we we did that for some mechanical reasons. Uh we wanted other races in the in the uh to be available uh to play. Uh mm-hmm. because if you were if you were going to play out of the Earth base, you could only play Earthlings. So we wanted to be able to make it where you could play, you know, aliens. Right, in, as part of the, the game, so we we uh, set the game on another planet. So, being that uh, there was a lot of new content that we had to come up with, mm. um, following you know some some of the basic standards like the gate I was mentioning, right? But for the most part, a lot of the material is is brand new. Um, Interesting. Wow,
0: that's cool. That's cool. Now, with a game like this, and and when you're working with a license, I would imagine you have opportunities for expansion packs and because there's so many you can go into all these different worlds right absolutely is there a scenario though where you could go too far and then to say ah whoa 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 whoa, whoa," <laughs> you take you know you, you you went way so far off the path on this expansion pack that it's it's out of i don't know it's in the, it's a new land you almost created a, a new entity by going right. too far with it do you know what i
1: mean yeah um there there were some new things that we created um that uh, I'll have to say that we we're Stargate fans to start with our right. our, our, our game company so um, we we kind of knew because we didn't want to break our own headcanon for the the universe so yeah. we knew how far we could push it I felt uh, but yeah there is a chance that you could do that if if you're not you know familiar with the intellectual property that you're dealing with right. uh, that I don't do that. Make sure yeah. that it's, it's one that you <laughs> right. Make sure it's one that you like because you're going to be living in that intellectual property for the next three years. Sure. At least.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. well, let's flip over a little bit to the actual Kickstarter. So, like while we're talking right now, you've about six days to go, almost twenty nine hundred backers, uh, almost two hundred thousand dollars. Yep. And I actually think you know one of the things that that, that stood out. So obviously the campaign doing really well. Congrats on that. But Thank one you. of the things that stood out just kind of. I'm an observant of board games from afar is actually a fairly high goal of about 33,000, 30, almost 30, I'm sorry, $33,000, 400 bucks. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty, that's a relatively higher goal in the board game worlds or am I wrong on that?
1: Um, it, it would seem so, but we had a lot of fees, arts, art fee, art, art costs, uh, an RP, you know, role-playing game has a lot of art in it. Yeah. Um, and it's not just one artist, it's several artists. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, we hired on a bunch of different folks, uh, for freelancing, uh, some game design, some editors, things like that, that, that was necessary. And then we have the licensing fees right? on top of that. Gotcha. So, uh, that, uh, the amount that we put up there was the, basically the minimum production run that we could do and still pay everybody. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's was one of the things that stood out. but, but you know, You know, if somebody else is thinking about running a Kickstarter, how did you guys kind of know that a you were ready to launch? Did you do any pre-launch marketing? Did you just know that the just the IP itself already had a fan base built in? Or was it from, you know, you've run up multiple campaigns. But in general, though, how did you feel like, okay, we think this game is ready. The campaign page is ready. Let's hit that
1: launch button. Did you have something you were looking at to, to determine that? Um, so we were ready back in February, and then this okay. thing called a virus hit. Oh, um, yeah. What, happened,
0: what What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, we, we started the whole process. Um, gosh, it was November 2018. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So um, that's, that's when we first started you know, our talks with MGM. And so the, the game was in development for a good year. Um, and then, um, we were ready to go to Kickstarter and then of course the virus. And then it actually turned out to be a good thing because it allowed us to do a lot more testing and a lot more, uh, setup and things like that and build our crowd more. We, um, so we, we started, um, we started our own, uh, website that was specific to the product. Um, so we have stargate, the, the RPG.com mm-hmm. and we announced it. Oh, gosh, it would have been, I think, April 2019 is when we announced uh, the license that that this was a thing that was going to happen. And we pointed everybody initially to Stargate, the, the RPG.com, right. and we did sign-ups. So we're yep. building a list, we're building a list, building a list. Um, and by the time the, the campaign was ready, we had almost 10,000 people um, with signups. Yeah. ups uh, ready to, to get notified that this thing was happening so um and we had obviously the campaign we built it up um which also has to get approved by the license company by the way Mm -hmm. and and actually we're one of the first people at uh one of the first license holders that mgm has dealt with to do a kickstarter so there was some
0: i thought that was interesting too because usually they frown upon any of that sort of stuff
1: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. so there was a gauntlet that we had to go through for that Um, they wanted to make it clear that it was not for funding purposes. It's right. for, it's for actually getting the feedback from the fans and getting collaborative, which yep. for us it is. Yep. Um, yeah, we could have done this book without any of the funds, but now we're able to do a much bigger, you know, production run mm-hmm. with what's been raised. Yeah. And it's, it's just going to turn out to be a much better product overall. Right. So, That's cool. um, did I answer the question? I think I did.
0: Yeah, no, 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 definitely. Okay. Definitely. So you know. Has there been anything in in this campaign compared to your other ones that maybe has stuck out as you weren't expecting? Like, oh my gosh, we are really there's a lot of games going to Taiwan. I don't I don't know. Is there something that's just been like I
1: we did not expect this? This this is cool. Um No, I'm gonna say um the licensing part of it. Um make sure that you have all your your stretch goals and your mock-ups and everything. Already pre-approved and ready to go before the campaign starts. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I, I get
0: that. I can get it. Um, you know, and and how about you know in terms of 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 like keeping momentum going through a campaign? I think this is one of the biggest struggles for a lot of a, a lot of creators. Like, how do you keep that energy going day in and day out? Keeping up with comments. I mean, with that many backers, I'm sure you have a healthy amount of people chatting yeah. all the time around your world. How do you just stay on top of that sort of stuff?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of uh, stuck to my phone quite a bit <laughs> for one thing. Yeah. But no, seriously, uh we have a um our internal group of is of core people, but then on top of that, we have volunteers now. Mm. Uh, which is really cool and um I would highly recommend any gaming company out there that's trying to do this is to build a community of uh, you have your inner circle, right, of your your game company, but then you need to build out those those next layer layers out on yeah. your on your uh, confidants, so to speak. Uh, so we started a, a Discord channel for for our game company, Wyvern Gaming, and on there it's it's like a constant chat, and you can bring people in onto stuff early and get their feedback, and you can see how people are going to react to things, right, which is really cool, so you can start to anticipate what are the questions going to be. And here's the cool thing: once you've answered the questions for those guys, and those same exact <laughs> questions get asked on the Kickstarter, <laughs> guess who's answering those questions? yeah, me. yeah, yeah. You got help.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that power so, of the crowd. Uh, we we talk about it all the time. Like once you you know you've got something good when the crowd is answering all your questions for you. Like yeah. they they've read everything. They're in it just as deep as you are. They, Absolutely. They, heck, sometimes they uh, even we're always blown away that. Actually, they know it better than I do. They really read those uh, <laughs> rewards inside yeah. and out. And I was like, "Oh, right, hey, no. that's crazy." It's crazy. So, um, you know, so for a campaign like this, what happens? You know, okay, six days campaign ends, couple weeks, the money starts to drop. What do you guys have to do to start producing? You know, to get these games into uh, people's
1: hands. Yeah. So, um, the next step. We're we're still our book is not completed um, because we wanted to to get through the Kickstarter to to get any final feedback from from folks. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've got some final edits of the product itself. Um, And then once we have all those edits, they have to go to MGM for final approval. Um, And then we have all the stretch goal add-on items. Uh, So those things have to be, um, uh, the mock-ups have to be finished and the final models of those things have to be finished. And then those have to be uh, approved by MGM. And then, um, once all that happens, then, uh, it's a matter of contacting the manufacturers that, that I've already pre-selected at this point, um, to, to basically get the ball rolling and get on their production schedule. That's cool. What keeps you up at night during this part of it? Uh, after the Kickstarter, what's, what's
0: the, the after Kickstarter. Yeah. The after Kickstarter, what keeps you up at at night about uh, around it?
1: Well, after the Kickstarter, immediately after after the Kickstarter, I collapse usually. <laughs> um, like, oh, I can like not try to monitor right. his comments like crazy <laughs> yep. right now um, because that's something you got to do. You got to stay on comments. Yeah, you got to got. I can't em- emphasize that enough. If you as a creator are not stay on top of the comments, yep. you are going to get boiled alive. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah we try I'll, I'll have to quote that one because i send it i tell that to clients and they're like oh
0: it's not that bad i'm like no it's like all day every day for like yeah. 30
1: days 27 days whatever we're doing it is it is you got you got to stay on because if you don't give an answer they're going to assume the worst yeah. and they're going to make something up in their head and that's yeah. going to be re- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah and then you got Always. to turn that around and it's it's just <laughs> yeah. hard now to you're really working you're like, i gotta write
0: i gotta write the right perfect message here
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and FAQs, those are important so yeah. do your FAQs. Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after the campaign, so uh, I, I guess it's I don't know. Just staying on on timeline, uh, yeah. trying to to hit that that promised date, which it's it's really hard. Yeah. Uh, it's you put a date out there and you say, okay, this is really conservative. There's no way that I cannot hit this, and then you don't.
0: <laughs> right. You, yeah. You just don't. Yeah,
1: um and, and how made much
0: a, does, does, How much does COVID kind of play into the, this? Just the mindset right now of like, I'm
1: assuming the world will be fine, and you yeah, know, yeah. You know, well, like for example, we have our launch event for the physical book we have planned at an actual game convention, right?
0: Oof.
1: This past <laughs> year, game conventions didn't happen, so <laughs> right, yeah. um So you know what? What's the contingency plan if that doesn't happen? Um, right then it's, it's going to be like launch parties at you know, all the local game stores across the world kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's those kinds of things that, that are definitely concerning, making sure that you're, you're going to hit the the targets. And honestly, Kickstarter fans, people who back a Kickstarter kind of understand this at this point, they they understand that. Yeah, that's the date. Okay. I'll, Six months from there, probably I'll get it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but uh, we've done pretty good, actually. We've we've hit our dates within probably about three months. Uh, that's cool. On previous previous campaigns.
0: Yeah, that's that's another one too. Where I every creator who's like, oh no, 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 we'll be completely fine. We won't run. Like, everybody runs into issues. I'm just telling you, it's a reality. It's okay. I'm not yeah. judging you. It's just it's just it's just what it is, right? Uh, yeah. Other
1: know. advice I would give a uh, somebody who's thinking about doing crowdfunding is to. Um, the account that you're going to use start backing other projects. Yep. So, yep. not only do you get to see how they're doing it and watch, you know, their delivery and their comments and all those things, mm-hmm. but uh, the people who are on Kickstarter hardcore look at that kind of thing. And if yep. you're not, if you're not participating in the community, they are not going to help <laughs> yeah. you either. Yeah, we. That is
0: another one. You're, you're, you're like, uh, you're must be reading out of my playbook. Where I'm like, that's what we tell everybody. I'm like, you want, you want to raise a whole bunch of money, but you've never backed anything on this platform. Yeah, like, like, oh yeah, they'll just give you. This is experience.
1: This is just experience. I'm just. Yeah, I I know. That's what we have (laughs) to.
0: Yeah, that's what we have to. And it's just it's ten years of doing it, and it's like these are just the bare minimums, you know even back for like five bucks, just back a bunch of yeah. stuff. Watch it happen. We call it gawker backing is what we mm-hmm. like to call it over here. It's like, just back a bunch of stuff, be up, be in their worlds and watch it. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's cool. So, and, and then for you, like what does, you know, potentially this next year, maybe three years out, where do you guys see your roadmap of, of other games coming? Maybe this game, where do you kind of see yeah. everything kind of, kind of going?
1: So we're, we're going to be in the Stargate world for a while now. Cause there's lots of material here. Um, mm beyond beyond the stargate SG1 they had two more tv shows they had wow. stargate atlantis and they had stargate universe yeah, and they're actually the one. yeah and they're start yeah. they're, they're in talks of having a, a fourth series uh, which would be great for for obvious reasons yeah. if it became an active tv show again um, so we plan on cuz it looks like you know we're doing pretty good so i'm going to say that you know we're going probably going to do, be doing expansion into the atlantis area mm-hmm. Um, as long as, you know, MGM will have us. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> they, would, they've, been, would, they've been happy with us so far, so... Yeah, that's so. Good.
0: and would you envision, like, connecting all of this stuff to where if I had, like, this game, I could play everything at some point? Like, could you see it getting to that? Or does it now turn into the big game that takes three hours of setup? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, does it does yeah. it, does it flip on itself,
1: <laughs> you know? Uh, well, the, the expansions for the Stargate in particular, it's just more... Uh, a setting that you could play in so it's yeah. not just um it's not just in because the the atlantis took place in the pegasus galaxy so it's just another okay. galaxy that you go to and you have right. new aliens and new enemies <laughs> that you can play with right um it, so it's <clears throat> it's not that it would you know expand the play time of that particular thing it's just more right. Toys in the More toy stuff.
0: box. More toys in the toy box. That's awesome. Well, let's flip over a little bit. Let's let's not talk about board games or uh, or Kickstars for a moment. So uh, okay. what what have you been watching? Uh, maybe on the streaming that the new the Netflix, the Hulus. What's what's the last thing you watched? Uh, let's
1: see, Evil. I don't know that one. What was that yeah. on? Jeez, I don't know. It's one of them. I have I have Netflix, Hulu, yeah, and Prime.
0: Yeah, I um, got all so- those
1: too. Yeah, so it's been a lot of Halloween stuff right now. Okay, so all right, all right. Watching a lot of Halloween stuff. Yeah, that's good. Um, How about is there been a movie
0: that you watched recently, like an actual movie? Because I find that nobody watches movies anymore, but like an actual movie, not a TV show or uh, any of that sort of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, what was that? Oh shoot, I forgot the name of it. Yeah, it's come and gone already. Okay, I forgot. All right. All right. It, it, was it was a classic. It didn't, li- <laughs> it <laughs> it didn't leave an impression. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh no, uh, I- it was. Uh, Eleanor Jones Eleanor Holmes Hmm. so it's it's the sister of Sherlock Holmes oh oh Uh, I did hear uh, about that it's got Millie Bob uh what the 13 from
0: yeah uh uh, from Stranger Things right yeah yeah that was supposed to be good right wasn't it it was
1: really good actually I enjoyed that quite a bit okay
0: yeah how about uh how about podcast are you a podcast listener
1: I can't say that I'm a huge podcast listener. I do listen okay. to the the Secret Cabal, which is a game board, game, game board podcast. Okay. No idea.
0: <laughs> I mean, you yeah. listen to mine. I know. I know that one too, though. Right. Oh, of course. Uh, 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 right. Right. <laughs> 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 um, and then, uh, how about uh, how about a book? Are you reading anything right now?
1: Book. Uh, I like to read the Star Wars books. I'm a big Star Wars nerd. So. Okay. Actually, the streaming question. I've been restreaming season one of The Mandalorian. That's what I've been doing recently because it's coming out next week for season two. Oh,
0: oh I'll have to let my son know on that he's enjoying that world, uh, that yeah. world. but yeah. uh, but awesome well cool man well where can people kind of you know if this is their first time learning about you and what you guys are doing where should they jump in obviously you have the Kickstarters and I'll have those links up but where should people go to go to kind of dive sure. in
1: so our, our the game company's website is wyverngaming.com. Uh the Stargate game is stargate the rpg.com. So, one of those two places you can get hooked up with us. Um, there's um, email addresses on there that you can you can contact us through. Uh, if you want to be a member, uh, join our Discord community. We've got links to that uh, on our website. So, um, come check us out for sure. Awesome,
0: awesome. Well, Brad, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know very very busy time at the uh, you know as your Kickstarter is ramp ramping down here. So uh, I appreciate you giving us uh, some of your time here. An amazing campaign. Really great conversation. I was really glad we could connect, and uh, I wish you a lot of luck on the for the next six days here. Yeah, thanks a lot, Joe. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. How about that conversation again? I, I you know, even though I don't know anything about Stargate or role playing games, I think I held my own. You know, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure there were some questions I missed. But I um, hope you guys enjoyed that interview. And Brad, thank you again for taking time out of your day and, and letting us kind of peer into what's happening uh, around your company. So, um, yeah, remember, they got nine hours to go. So if you got gotten to this point, go back to their campaign right now. Go jump over there uh, before this campaign ends. But for everybody else, I hope you guys are having a great week. I'll talk to you all next week uh, with some new episodes. And, uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Happy Halloween. <laughs>
2: to find some say it is blind it's all in your mind and just put-